This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man child, Johnny Carlo. And we are back for the Rick and Johnny podcast right here on mostvaluablepodcast.com, on the YouTubes, on the Blog Talk Radio, the iTunes, the Stitcher, wherever you may be digesting us, we are here for you on Most Valuable Podcast. Want to thank you guys for checking in, and we got a jam-packed show, Johnny. Yeah. Going to be talking about MCU. What kind of villains we could see. Going to be looking at Ready Player One. We got another trailer for that. And then we're going to look at the Venom movie and more specifically that villain that we could see with Carnage in Mm -hmm. the Venom movie. But before we get started, you guys know the drill. If you have been here before, got some housekeeping for you guys. Number one, if you like what we're doing, you want to see us improve the quality we are doing some new things because of it. Check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. Just your way to help support the channel. $1. Of course, you get everything for free. $1. You get an exclusive Patreon podcast. $2. You get that video. And then for $10, you can be on the podcast with us. We could be talking about whatever nerdy topic you want to talk about. Also, go ahead and check out the description down below. You want an MVP t shirt, it'll tell you exactly. How to get that. We're selling MVP t-shirts. I don't have mine on today, but still got to do the across the chest because it would be right here on your beautiful black shirt. You can check that out in the description. And then last but not least, if you're on iTunes, you have an iTunes account, go to iTunes, type in Rick and Johnny podcast, the onside kick, the primetime podcast, and the fast break. Give us that beautiful five-star rating. It would really mean a lot to us. And it would mean the world to us, and we would be very appreciative if you can go and give us that succulent five-star rating on iTunes. So, Johnny, housekeeping is done. Done. So I try to get through that quicker and quicker each week. Yeah. Just try to roll right through it. Because One of these days, like like a year from now, you'll be doing be it automated. So, it'll be so fast that you'll be saying it like an auctioneer. It'll just be automated at that point. <laughs> I want them to understand. Well, it, no, and then they, then they can take their time, slow it down. Oh, okay, and you can... so putting a little bit of work on on to our viewers and listeners, just a, just a little bit, just a little bit, because so I know you can slow it down on YouTube. You could, you could with the playback speed. Yes, but exactly. What we are going to dive Anyways, into yeah. first, we're going to dive into some MCU things. Yeah, we and are. The reason why we came up with this topic was I asked you. I'm like, okay, we talked before, like, oh, Disney and Fox are in talks. Then we're like, oh, they stalled. Then we had, oh, could Sony get in on it? Then we thought, oh, you know what? How do the X-Men fit in? Because the deal's supposed to be finalized this week. Well, it was. The deal's finalized. Disney bought Fox. We're now, instead of saying, how does this affect everything? Because it affects more than just Marvel. But let's be honest. Everyone's focusing on the Marvel side of it. I want to have this discussion today. And I'm going to throw it to you for which villain you want to start off with. One of the biggest problems that people have said that the Marvel movies have is their villains. I think back to Civil War. I mean, Zemo didn't have that Zemo wasn't Zemo. He wasn't the exact Zemo. Didn't have that kind of oomph to it. No. Like, people have complained about Ultron, about Loki, about all these different villains that we've seen in the MCU. (laughs) Here's what I want to ask you. Now that we're getting a ton of characters from Fox, X-Men, Fantastic Four, 
which villains should come to the MCU? You now I'm debating if I should go heavy hitter first or if I should start low. Hit it lower. right. Hit the home run. Lead off home run. Hit me with the big guy. You know what? Honestly, um, the biggest one that's going to be awesome because um, I'm just going to set it up. Phase four, they're talking about we're moving more into space. Mm-hmm. We're moving more into the Marvel Universe as opposed yes. to just on Earth. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be out of villain because we're going to have used Thanos. Obviously, yeah. we're not going to like lose Otherwise, but you can't you you can't double dip. No, you can't double dip. So hey, guess can't who, double dip the chip, George. Guess who we have now? Galactus, hmm. world eater. Like, and that's the thing. I wanted to start off with him. Yeah, but I was in the same boat as you. I'm like, I'm gonna let Johnny choose there because to me that is like oh, like when when I first put the two puzzle pieces together in my brain. Yeah, I was like, oh man, they're talking about going more like into galaxy space, yeah. into space. Galactus could be the next big bad. They could just, we're just going to set up another decade of films and lead towards Galactus just like they did exactly right now with it. I want to throw out a different one, and this is where the debate comes in with Galactus. I don't know if we want to have this yet, but I'm going to throw it out anyways. Okay. If them, by them going more towards space, yeah, would you rather see them go with a Galactus to where with Galactus you can bring in? The not just the Avengers for Galactus, but that's more of an X Men thing too. Because yeah. like you can have it to where Galactus can go up against, could be in like referenced in X Men movies, but could also be referenced in like Avenger movies. And uh, yeah. obviously, the Avengers would be the ones to combat him. Or because now they're going into space, could we see more of one? And this is one that intrigued you in our pre podcast talk. Of Kang the Conqueror. Well, I'm going to correct you a little bit on Kang. Okay, go Kang ahead. would have to be back on Earth because it's he's more of an on Earth thing because mm-hmm. he's he's not about space. He's time. Okay, he's from the future, and I forgot his reading. Come back for the mm-hmm. to the past, but he comes back to the past. I think to conquer it as well. He's trying to conquer all of time. Mm-hmm. He's conquering Earth in. All of time, so this would so be, Galactus would make more sense. Galact- since we're moving into space, Galactus would make mm-hmm. more sense. Um, but no, I I would love to see Kang too because he's basically future tech mm-hmm. versus, and it gives kind of Tony a um, oh shit, I'm out of my element now because I can't combat this. Here's the thing though, and yeah. this is what I think of. I'm going to ask you one question about Galactus in a second, but I want to touch on one thing you said, and you said, yes. well, it puts Tony out of his element. Is Tony, and it all depends on what happens in the Avengers. Yeah. Is Tony Stark still going to be here after Avengers 4? Well, that's the problem, too. Contracts are coming up um, at the end of it. Chris Evans has already said that he's done after Robert Downey has, I think you and I have talked about it before, Mm -hmm. Robert Downey kind of has, too, saying, you know what, I kind of want to end on a high note. I don't want to, like, like, I don't want to overstay my welcome. That's what his phrasing was. So I I would get it if he was done after this. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can't really touch it. And maybe that would be a great introduction to bring in Kang is like, Hey, your only, your only technological person is no longer here. Mm-hmm. This is my open slot to come and take over, which just saying that's you, a good opening. Like, I'm not saying they're going to do this because yeah. we've already preferenced that they are talking about phase. What is it? Phase four. Phase four would be, it's going to be more space. Yes. And, the thing that I wonder mm-hmm. is no matter who they use, it could be it could be Kang, it could be Galactus. Let's just go with Galactus because okay. he's the kind Sorry. of most galaxied guy yes. out there. 
what does this mean? What would that mean then for Adam Warlock? Adam Warlock. Could Adam Warlock be, because I know that he's one of those in the Infinity Gauntlet comes to save the day. And this could all change in Avengers. But since you brought up Galactus, do we save him for a Galactus fight to where he's the trump card when it comes to Galactus? No, because I at least I say no because I see he, he's supposed to be the trump card for Thanos. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe he's going to have something to tie in with with this four. with this phase that we're still this in. This phase four, or they just or if nothing else, that was just a nod to hey, Adam Warlock is mm-hmm. part of the Marvel universe. Yeah, she made him. She made an Adam Warlock. Maybe mm-hmm. that's even just that. But um, other villains like we we talk Galactus, which means Silver Surfer will be has to be tied in somehow. Mm-hmm. Which you know who else that ties in with Galactus, right? Who Fantastic Four. I know, fantastic. Are you getting at where I'm starting to get at? Or are you going to bring up the guy I was going to bring up? Who? Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Is that is that who you were thinking of? I wasn't going to bring him up just at that moment, but since you did, because here's my thing, and this is why, if you asked me today, mm-hmm. which villain I would rather see, I would pass on Galactus. Who would you? I would pass on Galactus, and I would move towards more of a Doctor Doom because. One of the things I've been seeing either in podcasts or articles Mm -hmm. um, that I've read about, like, the MCU and really about superhero movies in general. Yeah. Think about the last one that we saw. Not Marvel, but DC. And I'm going to bring this in for this discussion. What was one one of the big—there was a lot of controversy around Steppenwolf, but one of the big things that I kept hearing people say was that— it was a villain that because it was completely part of people were like, oh, it was completely CGI. But let's get to the point of why it needed to be completely CGI of Stefan Wolf was a character to where it's humanoid, yeah. but he's not a human. You have to CGI his look. And there are people out there that are like, once you CGI something, I'm going to take Thanos, for example, because he's going to be CGI yeah. as well. Once you put that barrier between me and that person the connection is broken a little bit yeah you can bring it back and say okay i relate to this character but because of the cgi it breaks a little bit and it goes okay this is no longer a human character now having brolin there and brolin's acting might bridge that and that's why i said you can bring that back Mm -hmm. i would go to a doctor doom because that would fix that problem of you have a guy who's a humanoid, who people can relate to. You can have a Fantastic Four movie correctly done by Kevin Feige and the whole Marvel team. No more Fan Four sticks. And you can start there by introducing Doctor Doom and kind of let him play as the puppeteer behind the background. And because he's an actual human character, it can link me as an audience member to Doctor Doom and have a more more strengthful, more powerful connection than a Stephen Wolf, than a Thanos. Here's what I would do with that. Okay, I would make. Let's just take the over the the basic over um, arcing mm-hmm. idea of the MCU right now. Okay, who were we always leading to? We were leading the Thanos, Thanos. right? Okay, yeah. ever since the. What was it, the end of Avengers where yes. he turned and he had that smile? Yes, but we've had one villain that's been a constant as well. Uh, Loki. Yes. I would say put Doctor Doom in the Loki slot mm-hmm. and put 
Galactus in the Thanos slot and kind of like everything's going to lead to Thanos eventually. But mm-hmm. Doctor Doom would be a thorn in everyone's backside the whole time. Constant re- like references to him. Maybe we have him in more than one movie. But he would be the thorn. He'd be the the big villain, like the the sort of semi big villain. Mm-hmm. But everything's going to eventually lead to Galactus, just because he's Galactus doesn't pull any strings. But Galactus is coming for Earth. There's plenty of life there. There's plenty mm-hmm. of stuff. He's not coming. He's because as they describe him, he's not Thanos. He's not coming there just to destroy shit. He's yeah. not coming there because he's a prick. Mm-hmm. Yes, Thanos is a prick. And I'm yeah, going to say is. it. He's there because he's hungry, and he's coming there because he's more considered a force of nature. Mm-hmm. He's not there to purposely come in. I have to eat your world. I'm going to eat your world because I find it fun. No, he's going to eat your world because he's hungry and he needs to feed. Mm-hmm. So it's either you guys or him, and he's going to choose him. So I, I'd say that's the overarching like it's slowly coming. And we don't even have to introduce it within the first few movies. Eventually, like, something introduces it that was supposed to be off. This is another podcast where Johnny forgets to turn off his phone. I swear I turned <laughs> it off. What the hell? Here's the thing I want to jump on that, though. And yeah. your phone actually presents me with a good point to jump in. Yeah. Number one, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. Isn't no. there somewhere in the comics where Doctor Doom defeats Galactus? That's possible. With I don't o- remember. I, I mean, I'm looking right here. I'm looking it up. It says Doctor Doom's with Odin's powers versus Galactus. See, um, there's one little wrench in that, but uh, Odin's dead. <laughs> yes. Spoilers for Thor Ragnarok. Sorry, but <laughs> the thing that I think that your your whole plan creates, yeah, is that doesn't. And here's also another kind of. This is a topic for another day, but I'm going to bring it up just to bring it up. Yeah, is First off, it doesn't fix the problem that I presented with the pe- some people. I'm not saying all people, mm-hmm. but there are some people, once you have a villain like Galactus, because he's kind of a manifest. It's not like, I am a humanoid. I am going to fight you physical to physical. No CGI required. Yeah. You know what I mean? To where that would be Dr. Doom. Some people will disconnect, and I don't know if that will completely fix that problem, However, it goes into the other category where, for example, we're going to get this on our Star Wars review probably. Check that out also if you have not. There's my little uh, promote for that. But there are people when it comes to films where it's like, do you want a movie studio to be like Marvel where Mm -hmm. people say, hey, it's cookie cutter. The Marvel films are cookie cutter to where it's going to have the same style. It's going to have a similar villain. It's a great movie. Great movie, same style. There's none of them that really go out. Like, Marvel's not a thing. They're not going to go out there and take risks. It's not like, man, Thor Ragnarok was so different. Man, look at all this risks it takes. Yeah, it went more on the comedy side. Yeah. But it's not going to stand out on a ledge and be like, oh, I'm all out here. It's going to try to stay a little bit close to home and maybe go out a little they're, bit. They're inching their way out yeah. to something new. So they're testing waters. But they're the, not just jumping in. But the point is that cookie cutter. Or do you want something where, for like Star Wars, people have said, oh, they tried something new and love it or hate it kind of a thing. Yeah, it's mixed on. And that's a topic for another time. Yeah. But do you do that to where it's like, you know what, we are going to do something different. Or do we stay cookie cutter, which, like you said, okay, we did the Thanos-Loki thing. 
take the characters out, oh, I'm just, plop, plop, and there it is. But it fits. I'm just saying it's an option. Yeah, but it fits into that discussion. That it does. Of, should they do something different, bring in a villain like a Doctor Doom, which would be he's the main villain, we're going with a humanoid villain, or wipe the slate king clean, here's the cookie, big villain, big villain, alternate villain. And then just put two in and go with that. I'm going to say one thing to what you were talking about, about connect and disconnect. Okay. Uh, you're not necessarily supposed to connect with Galactus. Mm-hmm. You don't connect with a, a thunderstorm. You don't connect mm-hmm. with a tornado. He's a, like I said, he's a force of nature. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to connect with him. You're not, he's just something that's supposed to be over looming. He's supposed to be frightening as mm-hmm. hell. He's that thunderstorm that literally turns the sky black mm-hmm. and makes you, makes your, well, I've actually had a dog do this. Our tree snapped in half a mm-hmm. few years, like 10 years ago. Yeah. Literally made her shit herself. <laughs> like she was in the back room uh-huh. and the tree cracked in half. Oh, that had, fell to, be, on the that fence. had to be a good cleanup for Johnny. No, it wasn't my job. Oh, okay. It was my sister's <laughs> job because it was her dog. Okay. It was hilarious though because like she, li- it literally scared the crap out of her. Mm-hmm. Literally. Here's and that's the, what that's what he's supposed to be. We don't need to have a connect with him at all. I'm we just jump, need to be scared the shit. I'm going to jump in really quick yeah. because the only connection, and this goes for a villain in general. Yeah. The only connection I want with a villain is it has to a villain has to invoke an emotion in me. Yes. Like for example, I think of Heath Ledger's Joker to where it wasn't a like fearful emotion. But it was like I was creeped the fuck out. Yeah. Or it's like that creepy, like, uh, this guy is just like you you feel for the other character, the here the heroines or the heroes because yeah, of that heroine. character. Where Joker, like I said, it was more of a creepy vibe yeah. to it. As a kid, Darth Vader being deathly afraid of Darth Vader because of what he could do. Yeah. And that like that's the kind of thing it has to Invoke like I want to connect with Doctor Doom because mm-hmm. he is human esque. He's not a force of nature. He's yeah. someone that like as I, if I as I've read before to write a fantastic villain, mm-hmm. you have to make them. Th- you have to write it as if they think they're the hero. You know who is possibly, and I can't believe I overlooked this. Who you know who's probably the best villain we've seen in a Marvel film in huh. this whole MCU? Spider Man Homecoming. Vulture. Yeah, Vulture. The, he was... Thought he, he was being a hero. Keaton was probably the best one because not only that, when I just think back to him in the car with Peter, yeah, I was like, holy shit. Or like when he's like chopping up the food at home mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, yeah, it's going. And he holds up the knife. It's like, oh, my, like you actually feel that. But, but what's funny about that part mm-hmm. is, um, and spoilers on Spider-Man Homecoming. It's been uh, enough time. I know. That. I'm just saying. Thor's a little bit close. Yeah. I'm just saying, though. Um, yeah. Is that he didn't know Peter Parker was Spider Man at that moment? Until he figured he was just it out being like car. kind of protective dad. Yeah, which was funny because mm-hmm. it's like, well, he's also your nemesis. But here's the thing with me, especially, and I didn't mean to do this, but yeah. notice the villains that I just brought up: the Vulture, Heath Ledger's Joker, yeah, Darth Vader. All of them are what human, human-like characters, yeah, and that's. That's one thing that would be interesting. That's why I would go more of a Doctor Doom because, dude, you can do so much. With, you can put Doctor Doom and have him spanned between Avengers movies, Fantastic Four, X-Men movies, and have a reason for him to be in any of those movies. Well, the thing I would do with Galactus, though, mm-hmm. he'd be more like these these Infinity Wars movies coming up. Yeah. You're going to have the whole group. Mm-hmm. You're going to have 
parts of the X-Men, the Avengers, you're going to have the Fantastic Four, especially because mm-hmm. he does tie in with them. Yeah. You're going to have that's going to be one of those type of films. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Doctor Doom would be sort of like the Loki. He'd mm-hmm. be where you're hitting multiple times. You get to connect with him. You mm-hmm. get to actually and it doesn't have to be exactly like Loki it needs to be. Dr. Doom's version of mm-hmm. Loki where he's in there quite a few times. You're making some yeah. connections with him. Mm-hmm. And then Galactus is the final showdown. Mm-hmm. Galactus is a final showdown character. He's mm-hmm. the boss level. You're going to need everyone on their A game to take him on. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. I want to throw this out as well. Could they also do... and? I think I brought this up last week when we talked about how to fit the X-Men in. Yeah. Do they maybe do... Because the whole thing I'm thinking about is with... Let's say they go for Galactus. Okay. And they're going to go more outer spacey. Yeah. But now they have the X-Men. And yeah. with Dark... Like, apparently Dark Phoenix Saga is still going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. Dark Phoenix the movie. How does that fit in with everything that's going on in the MCU? Or do they... Hey, it just happens... And then we try to figure it out after that. They may try and make a little bit more tie-in now because my guess is Dark Phoenix, and this is just me Mm -hmm. speculating, when it was Fox's thing, they were probably just going to have it all happen on Earth because we've never had them touch space at all. But now it should happen in outer space. It should because I I I think they might Mm -hmm. actually pull it towards that now unless they've gone too far into the film Mm -hmm. because Marvel's going into space and you can tie those in together. And, I mean, look at it. You and me already have an idea that Mm -hmm. Phoenix Saga is supposed to at least tie in with space because what happened? What what correlation do we have with that? The old 90s cartoon. Yeah. And that's where where a lot of that stuff took place. You don't mean the first trilogy? Gene, Scott, Gene. They also did that. I'll I'll walk out that door right now. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to go back to the... uh, the what was it X-Men 3 was that the one that tried to <laughs> Last do the stand. was that the one that tried, tried to, do, to do the Phoenix Saga as I said tried to do where we got Jean Grey which is black eyes and like redder like dark red hair I mean that was cool in some aspects but I think I remember Wolverine hey Jean what's going on why you look so dear it's like oh what are you doing with my Dark Phoenix Saga like she was all about oh no I am with Scott and then all of a sudden Dark Phoenix takes over and Okay, Phoenix was with Wolverine, mm-hmm. and uh, Gene was with Scott. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Kind of to end it up, because we are getting to the <clears throat> end of this segment. I want to ask you this. Yes. Any other villains we haven't talked about? So take Doctor Doom, take Kang, yeah, we, and take um, we, we hit the, Galactus uh, Two of them it. pretty hard. Any um, other villains that you would like to see in the MCU, either as a big guy or as a... Kind of small one-off. I'd like um, to see the Silver Surfer. I like to see he's he's like kind of half and half. He at, would be in a Fantastic Four movie, not necessarily probably. someone else's movie. Um, you brought it up earlier, and mm-hmm. well, here's one that I, you didn't bring up earlier, but I would like to see, even though I think Marvel already had the rights to it. Modok, we have AIM now. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Modok. Yeah, something, some do something with Modok. Mm-hmm. The other one. And I don't think we'd get it because I don't know. I'm not even sure how you tie him in at this moment. Okay. It would be Mojo. How would you, though? I don't know, but I think it'd be hilarious. Because, like, for a second, when you brought him up pre-podcast show, I was like, I don't even remember who Mojo is. And you had to show me the clip from the animated series. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And that would be the How thing. do you fit someone like that, like... 
I don't know. That would, that be- would be something like he would only work if you had a – to me, he would only work if you had a movie like Thor Ragnarok. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, it's already a comical movie and he's just going to be a comical villain. Yeah. A comical over-the-top villain. That's what I would say. It'd be have to be just like Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. where even like you did another Thor type movie or like a Thor Guardians crossover, and he takes like takes them all and throws them into like an arena ish type mm-hmm. thing and says, "You're and on this reality, it's a reality show now. television. Exactly, show. you're on my real my reality television and show because he's f- making up stuff and they have to fight their way out of it. Yeah, kind of. That wouldn't be bad. I mean, I like. I like the premise. I yes. just don't know if Marvel would actually do that. Please. You, you don't have to worry about them stealing your idea. No, no. I'm asking them to steal oh, my okay. idea. Please you're do ask, that. You're asking them to take I'm it. I'm asking them point. to take okay. it. Any final thoughts? Any um, last last bit of villains that you would like to see in the MCU? Here's one that doesn't have to do with the Disney Fox deal at all, huh. but I would love for them to bring him back in some way. Bring Red Skull back. Yes. I want to I want to see him in future fin- like because he's not I don't think he's dead. No. I don't think Red Skull is dead. I just he think he got shifted to a mind blown. So, he had the Tesseract, right? Yeah. Tesseract is what reality bounces you around. No. He got, well, it's Space Stone, but yeah, go ahead. He got sent to a different I'm basically paying Oswald filibustering here. He gets sent to another time, like another point in time. And then we use the Kang the Conqueror as the main villain. He shifts with time. He's traveling through time and stuff. Red Skull's back. He brings him from the timeline that he got shifted to into back into the main timeline that we're at right now. What Red we, Skull's just been doing his own thing in the future. What if we get some for, something with Red Skull in uh, Infinity Wars? Maybe. Do you think we could? I don't know if we would because it doesn't seem like we would mess with the Black Order like that. Mm-hmm. Unless that's the other thing is um, one of them pulls off their cape and it's just Red Skull. Oh my God! <laughs> like there's a cowl on, kind of like get a the, uh, get this man a shield, a Baron Zemo. And, like, he's fighting with Cap, and then all of a sudden just pulls back, and it's Red Skull. And Cap and Red Skull are face to face again. Or wouldn't happen. Let's don't, say don't expect it to happen. Baron Zemo style hood. <laughs> He's uh, going face to face with Captain. Like they had that little standoff yeah. thing. Like they're staring each other down. Mm-hmm. Well, hello, Air Captain. Nice to see you again. And Cap just like is frozen. Because like he thought he like was dead. Thought he was face dead. goes white mm-hmm. and like like he saw a ghost. Yep. This is where I bring it on to you guys though. Yeah. Because we're just gonna do this all day if you let us. Let us know what you guys think down below. What villains would you like to see? And I want to pose it to even further, a deep dive question. Yes. You got to pick one. Dr. Doom Galactus, who are you going with? There it is. Tell us which ones you'd want to see, but also answer the question. You got to pick one, Galactus or Dr. Doom. Who would you go with as the big baddie for phase four? Let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. But Johnny, let's move on into our next topic. And what we're doing here is we're taking a little bit of a break from the Marvel discussion. We're yeah, going to get back to Marvel and, well, Sony for the next one, but it's Venom's a Marvel thing. Still Marvel. But what we're going to dive into right now is, so this trailer came out within, it came out like Monday. Yeah. Right after we recorded our podcast last week. And I was like, okay, we're going to, I know what discussion we're going to have for this. We're talking Ready Player One. And the new trailer, if you have not seen it already, I'm going to put a link in the description. Reason why usually, like, Johnny and I for the Marvel films will react to it and actually show it to you guys. 
Reason why we're not here is I just I'm going to be completely transparent. I don't want a copyright claim. Yeah. And that's the main thing that we're trying to avoid here. So exactly. I'm just going to have that down below in the description for you. Watch it. Then come back to the discussion. Here's the main question I want to ask with this, because this no. is yeah. really the first big look. Yes. We're lo- like, we've seen this before. I know I was excited for it even before we got the first teaser trailer. Yeah. Now we get our first big look. It's Nostalgia City, basically. Oh, hell yeah. With all the references. I want to ask you this, Johnny. Will it be any good? Will it be any good or will it be, ah, it had some nostalgia stuff, but it could have been better. Well, as of what we've seen right now with this film, this um, film, mm-hmm. this uh, trailer and the last one. I mean, a good a good part of it, yes, going to be the nostalgia. I mean, mm-hmm. just throwing out stuff right there is. Um, I saw Iron Giant in there. The Iron Giant, in there. There's there's Iron Giant. There's a Gundam, Overwatch, Street Fighter, Battletoads, Chucky. There are tons. Of the DeLorean. And I'll this, say so this: it's not future. necessarily all nostalgia per se. Well, it's um, things but that, it's 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 nostalgia mm-hmm. slash pop culture reference yeah. city, especially for us. Except for like the Overwatch, most of the stuff is like holy <laughs> shit! I remember that as a kid. Like exactly. the Iron Giant, I remember going to see that oh, in the God. theaters as a kid. In the little wee little itty bitty theaters I before perp- we had these nice fancy seats. I purposely bought it because I saw it in the mm-hmm. five dollar event. It's like. I need this. It needs to be part of my life. It was a good movie, but... A fantastic movie. Here's the thing I fear with it, yes. and this is my only fear with this movie, and it's kind of a similar thing that I brought up in the last segment when we talked about the villains in the MCU. Yeah. By the way, if you're on YouTube have not checked that out, go ahead and check it out on our YouTube channel. Here's the only thing that this movie, kind of the pitfall... Eh, not really. I don't know if I want to call it a pitfall, but... Something that it can't get around is like, okay, so your storyline is that I go into this virtual world, which is the Oasis. Yes. This movie then is going to completely ride or die in my sense on the CGI and what I think as I am in this world watching it, because basically, what is it? Wade Watts? Is that his name? Yes. Because his dad wanted to be like Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, The alter ego of a superhero. Which I was like, huh. He's like like Peter Parker or Bruce Banner. I'm like, huh? So the double double saw uh, letter double name, thing. Yeah, we're not going Bruce Wayne here. We're not going Clark Kent, where it's two different letters. But here's what I'm back to my point. Same sound because we're going into this oasis. Yeah, and even his character when he's in the oasis is completely CGI. Yeah, this movie to me is going to ride or ride or die on its CGI. On the speed and, cycle? Well, not the speed cycle. On the CGI of how is that going to do when Wade Watts is in and other characters are in the Oasis? Am I going to be sitting in this going, wow, that is awesome? Or am I going to be sitting there going, you're trying to do too much? A film that had the same kind of thing. It wasn't completely CGI, but I know both you and I had a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Valerian. Yeah. Is this film... Going to fall into, the, I'll say it, the same pitfall as Valyrian did. Well, the thing with Valyrian, and maybe it's going to be mm-hmm. the same when we get in, go see the theater. Valyrian had a very bland story, if mm-hmm. much of one at all. Whereas this one looks like it's got at least a shit ton of action. Just when you're inside the oasis. Oh, Valyrian had action too. It, had action it just had too. a shit story. It didn't have like didn't have. <laughs> it had a very bland story. Yeah. 
It's like very just, predictable. It's like story taking too. a piece of white bread and eating it. Yeah, let's put story. it this way: when Ricky can predict your story, it's too predictable. Yes. Like usually, I'm going off on tangents, like, "Oh, what if that?" and it's completely wrong. But when I go off on that tangent and I go, "Oh shit, I was correct." Yeah. That means your film was too predictable. Yeah, but the cool part is, at least it's not all in the Oasis because mm-hmm. you see parts where he's actually like. In the real world. In the real with world. With the rebellion. With the rebellion, and they're like, they're actually fighting, and like, you got the villainous man with the gun. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool because at least you, right now, we have a, a general idea of what the story is. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone's part of the Oasis. Everyone goes into Oasis to get away from everything. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can actually have a real life because the world, it looks like the world's overpopulated. Yeah. That's what it looks that's like. That's what it looks like. We got like stacked on stacks of, uh, what are they, uh, mobile homes? Like shacks and yeah. stuff. Anyways, um, but then I guess the guy who created the Oasis dies. Mm-hmm. He leaves an Easter egg in there, which is a great I, Easter I always love when they throw great. in the stuff of like, if you're watching this, I'm dead. Right? That was, that was that's funny. I like that little trope thing. Uh, but what I think is hilarious now mm-hmm. is there's an Easter egg that's an Easter egg. Yeah. You got to find the Easter egg. You have to find the Easter and egg. And there's going to be so... Here's one thing off topic. You get a trillion dollars Be- and you own the Oasis. Because Steven Spielberg is producing this. Yes. Do we get E do we get ET? Do we get other Spielberg references nice. in this film? That'd be nice. We should. I don't see why not. I mean, he if he, especially if if I'm producing it, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to throw my stuff in there. Well, cuz that's all like, my references, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, People were well, saying, no, like, Spielberg. well, how, Spielberg. how's the Sorry, DeLorean in there? Because the DeLorean's not owned by um, by Warner Brothers. It's yeah. owned by, I think it's Universal is who did the mm-hmm. Back to the Futures. But they did kind of like a Spider-Man thing. Hey, we want, like, Spielberg. Can we use this? Spielberg could also be like, hey, like, my move, like, I did the movie for you guys. Can we use this? But, like, are we going to get things like Jaws are we E.T., Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones? That would be awesome. Do we get, I'm going to throw it out there, do we get a Schindler's List oh, reference in there? I hope there? not that I one. hope not either. We get Not the, that one. I'm trying to look at, uh, he's done a ton of them, but mainly Hook. Do hook. we get a Hook? I would love to see just, you know what, screw it. You've got Captain Hook. From Hook. Yeah. By the way, I want to reiterate, I accidentally said Star Wars earlier. Mm-hmm. I did not mean to, so yeah. that's not going to be in there. It probably, well, probably won't. But unless I mean, they made a deal of some sort. Here's the thing I want to bring it back to. Yeah. And this is kind of relating it to what I brought up with the Valyrian thing. So yeah. Valyrian's problem, amazing art style. Yes. Like, man, not art style, but like, it looked visually beautiful. beautiful. It was amazing, beautiful. However... Shit story, yes, and didn't relate to the characters. And check out our movie review; you'll get everything that I thought of it. Yeah, my fear, and my only fear with this movie is when they're in the oasis. Mm-hmm. Are they going to bank so much on the CGI that it falls into the same problem? Where it's like, hey guys, look at this! Look at how amazing our CGI is, but the story falls short, or there's like. Is it going to be that same thing where they focus so much on trying to make it look beautiful that the rest kind of is like, uh, I, are we going to get like a, oh, well, when they were in the Oasis, I didn't like it. But the story outside of the Oasis, that was really cool. Or is it going to be on the other side of like, man, the story was awesome, but we spent most of the time in the Oasis 
and the CGI. I don't know what it was with this, but I just I didn't like looking at that for so long because they can go on. Like it could fall on either side or it could be the third option of. It's just a good movie. Yeah, I'm hoping it's the third option mm-hmm. because I think I'm we hoping, all are. Because well, what's ha- what it seems like, and I'm just going off again. Mm-hmm. I'm going off the trailer. It looks like there's going to be a shit ton of action inside the mm-hmm. oasis, and when we're outside, there's still going to be action, but it's mm-hmm. probably not going to hit nearly as hard because we're not in a CGI world. Mm-hmm. Whereas the oasis is a CGI world. I'm gonna throw this at you though. No, when yeah, you go were ahead. watching the Valerian trailers, did you think it'd be a good movie? I thought it'd be a good movie, but I mean, it was a. I mean, what they showed in Valerian, it looked mm-hmm. like it was a, like okay, I've like they just hit like. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Remember, I'm trying to remember the Valerian ones, and I don't remember their see, like seeing like this where like okay, there's action here, mm-hmm. there's action here, and I can like I can find the storyline. But it's not like all there yet. Now that all the details are there, where Valerian was just kind of already there, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, theirs was the more ch- like, look at this visually beautiful. Like they they were showing you beautiful images. To That's true. Like, they wow, a lot of them it looks a, like an amazing movie and get you hyped for it that way. I want to say this: I'm not saying Ready Player One is going to be bad. I'm not going on that limb. Just worried. I am just well. It's not really a worry. It's just like. I feel like it's one of those things where you have that feeling where it's like, I've read this book once Mm -hmm. and I don't want to get burned by it again. I'll I'll give this example and Dave will love this. Yeah. It's like destiny and I buy destiny one Mm -hmm. and I hated it. Absolutely hated it. You did not sell me me a full game. I'm never going to spend my money on this again. Destiny two rolls around. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not falling for that again. I've read this book once. I'm not reading that book again. Dave gets it. Dave, for about a month, you got to get Destiny 2, got to get Destiny 2, got to get Destiny 2, to where about, I want to say, two months in, I was like, fine. You know what? Maybe my problem with Destiny the first time was that I didn't have someone to play with. Mm -hmm. Guess what? I played it for about two weeks because I tried. I was like, oh, it's an easy platinum or looked like an easy platinum. Haven't touched it since. Haven't even bought the expansion for it. And I mean... That is what I fear with this. Like Destiny yeah. Two, I should good game. Should have never bought it. Got burned once. Should have known what I was getting into. That's the only thing that I you can call it a fear with this one is: Am I going to come out of this movie looking back, going, I've I've read this book once and it was Valyrian, and I just got burned again. Of course, me and you were going to go see this. Yes, we because are. we're going to give our review for the podcast. Yeah. Like, there's no way we're going to avoid this movie. But that's the only thing I think of is: Will this fall into that same pitfall that Valerian? Had? Well, I'm going to hope not, just because. I mean, it was. I mean, Valerian, out of anything, was visually stunning. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the story was just flat. It was. I didn't enjoy the storyline mm-hmm. that much. I mean, it was okay. Yeah, but I didn't enjoy it that much. Or I'm hoping from what I'm seeing from this is that I'm going to enjoy it because it's like there's a in the Oasis story and an mm-hmm. out of the Oasis story, and then eventually they tie into each other. Well, and that's the thing where it comes to the story. The thing that I think it can that'll be really interesting to how they play it is it's completely like when it comes to our main character of Watts. There's two things he could be fighting. Number one. Obviously, the corporate, the corporation yeah. of like 
they want to get the Easter egg. They want to own the Oasis so that they could basically use it as a corporation type thing. Yeah, because it looks like they're like almost like a board for yeah. the, for the Oasis, and the owner of the Oasis is the one who passed away. That's or what it looks like. Do they? And then the second part of yes, he's a part of this rebellion type thing, and the um I don't know the female character, but the redheaded female character. Yeah. Where she's like, well, welcome to the welcome to the blah blah blah. Is it going to turn to where yes, they're together, they're friends, but when the time comes, they're both going for the same thing. They're both going for that Easter egg. And will there be a second conflict of, hey, I'm fighting the corporation over here. Now I gotta worry about this person that was also my friend because she wants the Easter egg for herself. That's what I'm wondering. Cause they um because will there be twists hmm. like that? There could be. All, all I know is that it looks like he's not even like with the rebellion at first. He's not with mm-hmm. anyone at first. He's just going for the Easter egg because he maybe he doesn't even care about the Easter egg. Maybe he just likes the. Um, he's just good at the game. He's yeah, exactly. Because because there is a clip in there. It's like who is this and how are they so good? Yeah, exactly. The corporation's worried mm-hmm. because he's getting closer and closer to the Easter egg than anyone else is, mm-hmm. and so they're going after him. And then I guess whatever happens with his stuff. Taught, like pushes him into being part of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting. Here's another thing. Do you think that, and I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Yes. Do you think that the, we're just calling them the corporation just to make it kind of known what which side we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Do you think they try to kill him in real, well, obviously they, do you think them blowing up the buildings was them trying to kill him in real life? Yes. That way, if, I mean, if you kill him in real life, he can't keep going for it. True. So. I want to ask you this, and this will kind of end up everything before we go into the Venom. We've seen a ton of Easter eggs. Like I mentioned, DeLorean, Gundam, Iron Giant. There was a Street Fighter reference. There's Tracer from Overwatch, Harley and Joker, Iron Giant. Don't know if I said him already. You can say him again. What <laughs> other do you have in your head? Any other characters that you would like to see in this? Battletoads. Forgot to say, but yeah, I saw you the Battletoads in there. I think we saw a Chocobo as well. I think we did. I think that was It may a have been our someone's just riding an um, ostrich. I don't know. Do you have any oh, characters hey. in your head that you're like, I want to see this one in there or characters of we could see in this film being Easter eggs and things to look out for? Seeing as I don't know who they have ties to and who mm-hmm. they're going to be able to get. I'm just excited to see who we already get, who are already getting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, apparently like I think like E.T.'s got to be in there. Here's the thing. I, I'm seeing like people from what look like for Lord of the Rings. I'm mm-hmm. seeing what looked like Freddy Krueger. So, I mean, I who knows who else they're going to be able to get? Like how, how many, t- how many, um, like little deals they're making with everyone saying, Oh, Hey, can we, um, borrow this character for like, Two seconds of the film. That way we can, like, that way we can have like all these nostalgic references mm-hmm. because in this virtual world, people can be whoever the hell they want. Yeah, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Excuse me. Um, like yeah, I said, I, like I said, honestly, et. I just want et in this. I want, I want like a a oh not an homage but a, a little um snap back to the um. End of the first Jurassic Park where the the T-Rex is roaring and the banner's falling. I want to see something like that. What about this? Huh? What if biggest, like, under the rug, nobody knows about it, best kept secret, 
we get Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. That'd be as great. As a cameo in this. That would be great. Because Spielberg has done Indiana Jones. E.T., like I mentioned. Jaws might be a little bit hard to fit in there. It would be. Only because it looks like they're fighting in an ice, ice-covered ice land, not Not even water. ice. It looked like it's... Like uh, snowy. Like My point is it's nowhere it's near land. water. Nowhere near water. It's land, yeah. For Jaws to go to. Unless they're over some ice and he just breaks through the ice. Like... Breaks someone and like clamps them in the jaw and just pulls them back under. Yeah, just like and then pulls them right under the ice. That is the only time I would think we'd see Jaws, which yeah. is, I mean, not against completely what the Jaws is, no, but ET, Indiana Jones, the big ones that I want to see. I want to turn it on to you guys though. What are your guys' expectations for Ready Player One? What are you thinking of Ready Player One? And do you think right now, after one trailer, I know this is over Reaction City. One trailer. Do you think it's going to be a good movie? Do you think it's going to be a bad movie? Do you think it's going to be in the middle? Let us know why down below in the comment section. But, Johnny, let's move into our final topic. And we're going back into the MCU side, but taking a detour. Well, we're going Marvel, but we're taking a detour. And we're going down to Sony. Sony to discuss the Venom movie. So... Apparently, we haven't talked about this before. This has been common knowledge for about a week or two, I want to say, maybe a couple weeks. So they have the storyline that the Venom movie is going to dive into. And it's basically going to go after two separate stories from the comics. The first one is the Lethal Protector storyline, where basically the bare bones of it is that we have uh, Venom in San Francisco teams up with Spider-Man to defeat offspring from the Life Foundation who have taken Venom and tried to create offspring from the Venom symbiote. They also are taking Planet of the Symbiotes where basically it's Spider-Man, Scarlet Spider, Venom. Venom thinks he's creating or causing murders. However, he's not. It's the symbiotes from Lethal Protector And they're trying to create a time machine to make them go to a planet that's been overrun by symbiotes. Hmm. Here's the thing in planet symbiotes, though, or planet of the symbiotes. You have um, Cletus Cassidy released from prison. He he bonds again with the Carnage villain. You're all caught up to speed. Those are the two storylines that they are using in the Venom movie. So we could get a kind of bridge where it's like, I know that. Flash Thompson is the one who's Agent Venom, but we could get an Eddie Brock who's Agent Venom. That's the one thing that I've been hearing from uh, different YouTube videos and articles. Here's what I want to ask you, Johnny, is do you think with Venom and going up against Carnage, Carnage being the main baddie, do you think that this Venom movie is going to do Carnage justice? Because I remember Storytime with Papa Widmer Walking out of one of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man way back. Don't roll your eyes at me. Um, Walking out of that going, and even back then, going to Dave and being like, because this is before me and you Mm -hmm. knew each other. Going to Dave and going, could you imagine if we got Carnage? If we got Carnage as a Spider-Man villain. But both of us at that time were like, I wouldn't want them, like... Dave even says, like, yeah, to do Carnage, they'd have to do Rated R. And guess what both of us did? We both laughed. Because at that time, 
wasn't even fathomable that we would get a rated R superhero movie at the time that that first Spider-Man trilogy came out. I want to ask you, though, do you think this movie is going to do Carnage justice? Well, I'll say this. I rolled my eyes because you mentioned Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, and that just makes me roll my eyes because I thought those were the worst the spider fir- The first one wasn't bad. wasn't bad, but uh, if you're going to take it chunk, 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 mm-hmm. I'm going to say that is the worst Spider-Man movies. I don't even think the second one was that bad. I the uh, third one the, the third one with Sandman and Venom was like okay that's kind of bad yeah I didn't like the second one all that much either the first one was I've almost, isn't that the Remy is that the Remy Spider Man it may be but it's yeah. also just let me Sam ask you Remy. how much of it is because it's nostalgia and it's like probably based basically our first Marvel superhero movie because I think it came out before Spi- Iron Man. I will say Spider Man one I'll have to go and rewatch it again because I have rewatched it since but yeah. It's been a while since my last watching. I didn't think the first one was bad. I didn't. Think, I wouldn't say it's bad, but I would go Andrew Garfield over those ones. I didn't like Tobey. <sighs> I don't like Tobey Maguire. He's a Spider Man. I mean, I'll go Andrew Garfield, Sp- the Amazing Spider Man one. I didn't like two, but two I liked wasn't... him as a Spider Man better than I like Tobey Maguire. Okay, okay. But that, I digress. That, Let's that go into the actual topic, topic for a different day. What yeah. do you think Carnage will need to be done justice in Venom? Um, third time I'm asking this question. Third time. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Because I, I'm not sure how Sony... Sony's been... Mm, I don't know, honestly. Because I haven't seen them come out with anything else superhero-y mm-hmm. after Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man movies. Um, because after that, they made a deal with Disney and they don't have Spider-Man now. I'm really hoping they can. And seeing as they... This is decide they're going to do it rated R. That's one step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to. No, you have to. Honestly. The only thing I think about is how how do I want to phrase this? How vicious are they going to make Carnage? Because Carnage is one of those where, like, of course I want them to go all out, but will they go all out? Even though it's a rated R film. Am I going to leave this film in a year from now because it's going to be October of 2018 when we get this? Yeah. Am I going to leave the theater going, man, I wait, like there was just something missing from Carnage. There was just something missing that they were afraid to go that extra step. Well, I hope they do take a note from I'm going to go with Logan over. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Logan as the example, because there did I not say before they even put it on on the um the trailers. I want to see Logan just stick his claws through someone's skull. Mm-hmm. And what do we get in the trailers? But yet right again, through. that was Fox. Not that Sony. was Fox. And I'm what I'm trying to say is I hope they take a note from Fox. Mm-hmm. Well, other than the fact that they're now bought out by Disney. Yeah. Sony, just do it. Um, and they take a note from Fox and just say, hey, let's just make it that graphic. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see Venom take those... Fingers, make him sharp and stab through someone. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. I want to see him. I want to see them going willing to do that route of showing that mm-hmm. because that's something Venom would do. Am I wrong? No, he would go like, and that's the thing. He is would kill and wouldn't feel sorry for it. No, like, no remorse whatsoever. And he would kill you in the most gruesome, disgusting, and wouldn't care. How he was killing you as long as he killed you. Honestly, taking the symbiote, doing that finger thing, but just, mm-hmm. like, holding the person and having the symbiote in, like, fine needle, like, go into the person mm-hmm. and kill him that way. Yeah. Like, it's not even, like, just stab him. Like, mm-hmm. it's slowly, like, going into each orifice and just... Mm-hmm. 
that's something I can see I can see Carnage doing. I, I'm just going through his Wikipedia page, and yeah, there's not many pictures on there. Yeah. But there's one way at the bottom on their television. He's holding Spider-Man like this. He turned his hand to an axe. He's like, I'm just going to chop him in half. Yeah. And that's, that's, the, that's Carnage. And that's the thing where... It's in the fucking name. Pardon my... Wait, and, why am I saying pardon my language? And the thing with this film that's going to be interesting, and this is... Going into movie rights, where first off, this is off topic, but you mentioned when you said Sony just do it. Did you know now that Disney bought Fox, mm-hmm. they own one, I think I read they own 27% of the film industry now. 27% of the film industry is owned by one company in Disney. Mm-hmm. Now that they have bought out Fox and own the film and television side for them. But the thing that makes it interesting is in this movie, it's basically, from my knowledge, it's going to be Venom versus these children symbiotes and Carnage. Yes. To where I think what, and this is what's going in my mind, if I'm going off of the um, comics that they said they're going to use for uh, this main storyline, what I think may happen is I don't know exactly how they're going to introduce the symbiote to Eddie Brock, only because... The symbiote comes from outer space. Maybe this um, life industry is going to be working like they've already had it from space. And now it's just, you know what, we're working on it. And then it gets mixed with Eddie Brock somehow, some way. But after that, there's going to be offsprings of it. Like, hey, we're doing experiments trying to create more of it. He's going to have to go against these children and then it's like, hey, look, there's this Cassidy, um, Cletus Cassidy, who gets released from prison. Oh, shit. We didn't even know about this symbiote, which is the Carnage symbiote. And then he's got to go against Carnage. And that's kind of your big baddie. I don't think I'd be surprised if we get Spider-Man in this. At, like, I don't think we're getting Spider-Man in this at all. And it's just later on. OK, Spider-Man will be infused into this Venom Sony mini world they're even doing. uh like maybe a nod to Spider-Man would was mm-hmm. what I would go with. But here's what I would think to go about it. Cause you said I was listening to the, the synopsis you were going combining mm-hmm. these stories. So basically you kind of have a uh, a a Venom Eddie Brock redemption story kind of going on. Yes, exactly. That's what it's going with the with. Uh, with the other Carnage mm-hmm. uh thing going on. Um what if it's sort of like this? We get Eddie Brock kind of a Redemption story going on. We get flashbacks to how he got the symbiote, mm-hmm. and then we they get, could do it flashback style. Yeah, that they way. Could. That way we don't have because a lot of people already know mm-hmm. the premise of how he got the symbiote. Came it fall from space. He, it was on Spider Man first, and it attached to him. Here's the thing, though. Yes, in this MCU Sony picture world, are they even? They're not even going in my mind. They're not even going to reference that it got stuck to Spider Man because where do you then? It's like remember when Spider Man Homecoming came out? Yes, and everyone was like, "Where does this fit in the timeline?" And exactly all the timeline issues mm-hmm. that people had with it. Imagine another issue with it is if they go, "Yeah, the symbiote was on Spider Man." What the fuck? How does that even well, happen? Well, no, I'm just saying this is from comic books. Yeah. This is from but I'm just TV series. I'm bridging it I know. over now. For to bridge this. it over to that, I would say maybe just like it saw Spider-Man and mm-hmm. wanted to emulate him, which is why it looks has the Spider-Man esque mm-hmm. symbol, which like sort of looks like Spider-Man, um, but obviously it's it's not, and it's mm-hmm. got maybe like he wanted to work. It wanted to work with Spider-Man, yeah. 
it wouldn't let him or like Eddie Brock. Maybe it's like an Eddie Brock. It attached to Eddie Brock right away. Mm-hmm. What he like? He's like, oh, I got powers now. I want to work with Spider-Man. And Spider-Man's like, no, I'm not going to work with you, man. Like too much differential than the, the symbiote doesn't know how like life mm-hmm. works on Earth on Earth. And it's kind of like taking shit too far. And then obviously, anyways, back, it goes to, he's he's trying to do his redemption story Mm -hmm. and it goes maybe another flashback or like it starts off in this area where he's in a lab trying to figure out what the hell is attached to him. And that's Mm -hmm. how the scientists or whoever makes these other symbiotes, because I think, you know, so he goes into where it's like, what the hell is this thing? Yeah. Like get this stuff Mm -hmm. off of me. And then eventually question for you. This just came into my head. So I'm no. looking on IMDb, and it says the release date right now is October 5th, 2018. Okay. After Infinity War. Hmm. Are they going to do something to her? Because here's the thing. Yes, this Sony Spider-Verse is going to be its own thing. Apparently what they're doing is this Venom movie will kick off the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. And the animated movie, remember I, I showed you the trailer we didn't talk about it on the podcast, yeah. but the Into the Spider-Verse, they're trying to create their own Spider-Verse. Yeah. And this is going to kick it off. However, it's loosely connected to the MCU because Spider-Man and that whole thing where they gave the right, they, they let Marvel use Spider-Man in those films. So they're mm-hmm. loosely tied to the MCU without being in the MCU being their own thing. They can just free flow, hey, we're going to come up with deals here and there. You want to use this? Here, let's strike a deal. You want to use this character? Here, strike a deal. But we have our own Spider-Verse to fall back on, and eventually Peter Parker is going to come into this already established Spider-Verse. Yeah. Because this is October of 2018 after Infinity War... Without Marvel, Marvel does their own thing. They don't reference at all the Spider-Verse. It's not like an after credit scene where we see the symbiote on Peter Parker. Nothing at all. They just, for their own sake in the Spider-Verse, go, hey, we had this storyline going on in San Francisco while or after Infinity War, where Thanos was coming from outer space, with that all happening, residual effects, I said that word wrong, basically effects not related to New York happened. That's how Eddie Brock got. That's how the symbiote got to Earth. Yes, yeah, through be. all the events and maybe gateway openings and everything Thanos Some was doing. Some little asteroid had it. Yes. On like there and something just shot to down. do with Infinity War, or do they do a kind of, yeah, this is coming out in October, but this storyline takes place. Before Infinity War. I would guess it would take before Infinity War because it doesn't mm-hmm. really tie in. Again, it's Sony, and I don't know if Sony really has rights mm-hmm. to use that, so I don't think they would. Yeah. So I think it's going to be just, oh, it could happen before Infinity mm-hmm. War, and it's just um, symbiote falls from space, mm-hmm. um, et cetera, et cetera, um, all that stuff happens. But mm-hmm. it, like maybe it, hap- it start, started, in, like everything that happened started in New York because you have to reference Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. At least, and say yeah. go- we have to at least have references to Spider-Man, to S- Spider-Man and New York. Mm-hmm. It has to at least have started in New York, and then he w- he's like, you know what, I'm I'm getting out of New York. I want nothing to do with any of this. Get the symbiote as far away from Spider-Man so mm-hmm. it can not um, be bothered by the thought of it anymore. We're gonna go across the country, the other side of it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do everything we need to do in San Francisco. I'm gonna be a good guy now. I'm gonna try and be a good guy now. Yeah, and that's. 
And then like the other part I would say is he at first, like on his journey of mm-hmm. before he be, decides to be the superhero is like, I want this thing off of me. Can you guys figure out what the fuck it is and get it off of me? So he's already, you're saying he's already been dealing with the symbiote. I think he, I think it's going to start where he's already been dealing with it, but maybe either start mm-hmm. after the laboratory stuff or mm-hmm. during the laboratory stuff where, cause obviously someone has to get a hold of, of venom in order to make carnage, to mm-hmm. make toxin, to make anti-venom. Cause all of them were created. Am I correct? Yes. You you know a little bit better than I do just here's, because you've read the comics more than I have. Here's the thing with, and I would have to reread Planet of the Symbiote. Yeah. I know they created the offspring to, uh, to Venom. I'm just not sure if Carnage it was is involved I think was involved. I thought Carnage was a combination of Spider-Man's blood and the Venom symbiote. Mm-hmm. Like those two infused together made carnage. That's what I thought, and maybe I'm wrong about that. And you guys can tell me if well, I'm wrong and too. Let's be honest; they could basically do whatever they want. That's right true; there. they could do whatever they want. I would hope that, but I would think that then that they maybe they just make carnage a separate symbiote. It's that's another one that fell from space, and this other guy has it, and he's just a psychopath. You know what? You are right. I'm looking online right here, and it says the name Carnage um, also refers to the Carnage symbiote. The spawn of the Venom symbiote. Yes. Which bonded to Cassidy while he was serving 11 life sentences in prison. Yeah, so maybe um, this laboratory made it, and because it's like, hey, you're serving 11 life sentences, let us test the stuff out of you, because it could kill you anyways. Mm -hmm. They put it on him, realized that, oh shit, it's the same thing as Venom, but worse. Mm -hmm. And now that you have a host that's a psychopath attached to this um, cause symbiotes learn off of their host. Yeah. Basically. And that's what it's going to learn. It's going to learn, okay, anything needs to die and there's no remorse with it. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe that's where this whole storyline goes then is, well, and he feels responsible because like, wait, it's a symbiote just like mine. He finds out it's fr- all based off of his symbiote and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Redemption arc starts. The one thing I'm thinking here is... Obviously, when I'm going back to Venom now, really yes. quickly. Obviously, we're not going to get. It's not going to be a true anti-hero redemption story. It's just going to be, hey, you know what? We know you're not stupid. Eddie Brock was a bad guy. Yeah. When it came to first getting the symbiote, we are jumping in timeline. He's a good guy or the anti-hero. Where yeah. It's like, yes, Venom's a bad guy. The symbiote's bad, but he wants to do the right thing. And I like the idea that you said, like, hey, you know what? We've been testing out these symbiotes. Let us try one on you. You're you're sentenced to... 11 life sentences. 11 life sentences. Let us try this on you. It might kill you anyways. Mm -hmm. They're thinking, hey, we will be able to bring it off of you. Like, but this thing bonds and then, boom, Cassidy is um, Venom or Carnage. Thank you. From that point on. And then he breaks out of prison. Oh, yeah. That's what I basically think. He breaks out of prison and then it's Venom. Holy shit. I got to stop him. Yeah. I got to stop this one thing. I want to ask you this from the plan of the symbiote story. What I was also thinking, Mm -hmm. the other symbiotes get loose. And this is if they want to do the exact plan of the symbiotes thing. But you know how it's created that machine? To go, they were going to that planet mm-hmm. of the symbiotes. 
What if it's like, holy shit, I got to stop all of you guys because you're creating a machine to bring those symbiotes to Earth. Maybe. And have those symbiotes take over the entire world. That could be the case. Is uh, He has to stop the rest of them from doing it. I mean, that would be in uh, toxin, antivenom. I know there's others, and mm-hmm. I can't remember what they were. I'm actually going to s- see if I can get the symbiote list real quick. Because that's what they're they're going to go to is the symbiotes of venom, and there's a ton of them. Did you pull yeah. up the list? Did you find the list? Uh, not yet. I oh, think I that. may type in symbiote Spider-Man symbiote list. Because Carnage is there, like you said, Toxic is there. The thing that we're not going to get, and this is what I'll bring up, is we're not getting Secret Wars. Because no. Secret Wars is the, this is how the symbiote got to Earth. Where basically it attached to Peter Parker, came back to Earth, Peter Parker dealt as Black Suit, Spider-Man, and then eventually the symbiote moved on and is now with Eddie Brock. We're not going to get that. We're getting, here's Eddie Brock. I actually, I'm going to go back and say it. I like what you were saying, where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, Eddie Brock already has the symbiote. We're going to flash back you to, like, in his show kind of, you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out and see if you like it or not. What mm. if it's kind of like PTSD type stuff, where it's like PTSD type flashbacks, two points, because... With the Venom symbiote, especially early on, Brock isn't in control. No, that's true. What if it's PTSD flashbacks where it's like Brock can see and remembers everything that's going on, but it's kind of that control of it. It's kind of like that out of body experience to where it's like, what the fuck is happening? And the symbiote takes over. Maybe it's um, during his like his he's in San Francisco. Well, I'm saying his early stages of this trying to become Mm -hmm. be uh, not be a villain anymore. And maybe it's like uh, PTSD in the Mm -hmm. sense he's like stopping, um, stopping a mugging, holding the guy up. And then like all of a sudden, like PTSD flashback of Mm -hmm. what he would have used to do. Yeah. Before he learned to control. Yeah. The symbiote. The symbiote. I'm going to ask you this. Any final thoughts on all this? Well, all I'm going to say is um, the only thing I have a problem with um, the planet symbiote thing. Mm-hmm. I forgot how, what you said the title planet was. Of the, planet uh, of, planet the, of, of the, the symbiotes. symbiotes. Um, I mean, not all the symbiotes are bad either. Mm-hmm. The, I think it's anti-venom. If I'm, I, and I could be wrong. Maybe it's anti-venom. I know there's a good, actually one that's good. It can cure cancer. It, it does good things. Like the symbiote is good. So, I mean, you can't, I wouldn't really think that one would, unless it's like an altered state of thought where it's like, oh, if I'm this type of symbiote, maybe there's more of them like that and mm-hmm. they they can come and take care of this stuff too. Maybe that's the altered mindset there, which is why it's like going along with the other ones. Mm-hmm. I'd say not all the, not all of them would be part of that. Yeah. And maybe, maybe just Carnage is trying to make this, hey, there's more symbiotes out there. I'm going to bring them all here. And the ones from. And let's have some. Let's do this. The ones from Planet of the Symbiotes, I looked it up. Yeah. We've got um, Riot, Lasher, Agony, Scream, and Phage. All the violent ones. Yeah. That's All the, the violent one. ones. That's the ones from Planet <laughs> of the Symbiotes. Phage, Riot, Lasher, Agony, and Scream. All the, all the violent ones. Yeah. So will <laughs> they even use like an anti-venom? Maybe not yet. Yeah, ooh, after credit scene. Maybe. Maybe because... Here's another thing you got to think of that they've got to set up in some way. 
Don't they have the? Oh, and I'm going to screw it up. Don't they have the um, black cat and um, black Sa- cat and silver sable. sable? That's it. I knew it was something. Silver with an sable, yeah, yeah, sable and black cat movie. Maybe they throw a tease to that at the end. I don't know what they would do for a post-credit scene. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, right? This is going to be very interesting because this is basically going to be their first deep dive back into the Spider-Verse. Because before that, the last one was, what, Amazing Spider-Man 2? That was the last Sony Spider-Man movie we got. Yeah, that was the last one. The one with Electro? That's the last one that we have had. So we haven't even had anything with this new Tom Holland as a Sony production. Not as a Sony production. Spider-Man Homecoming. But this is where I want to turn on to you guys. What do you guys think... This one's kind of a little different. I'm thinking right now on YouTube, it might be a different title than me and you thought of, only yeah. because we talked about Carnage, but we dealt a lot about the plot of this yeah. and between the two. So I want you guys, the first question we did ask, what do you expect from Carnage in this? What do you think he's going to be like? But more importantly, with this story, because that was basically our conversation throughout yeah. What are you expecting them to do with these two? Throw us your theories. Throw us what's going on in your head, what they could do with this. But I want to thank you guys. This is us wrapping up the podcast here on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Thank you for listening the whole way through. If you're on YouTube, go check out our other segments. We had two great ones for this podcast talking about MCU villains that could be introduced as well as Ready Player One. A little bit of housekeeping here at the end. First off, patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. You like what we're doing? Want to help us out? One dollar, you can get an exclusive Patreon podcast. Two dollars gets you the video. Ten dollars, you're on a show with us each and every month. You are at that tier. Second off, you want an MVP T-shirt? Like I said, not wearing mine today, but I'm still showing you where it would be. It's a MVP Most Valuable Podcast. All of that's down below in the description. And last but not least, if you're on iTunes, you're have an iTunes account. Give us a five star rating. Then do the same for the Onside Kick, the Primetime Podcast, and the Fast Break. It would really mean the world to us if you could give us that succulent five-star rating. I want to thank you guys for either watching or listening, however you have been digesting this podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.